Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Herb Podcast, a place of information and inspiration for the home herbalist. I'm Bridget Doherty of the Solidago School of Herbalism, coming to you from a bridged island on the coast of Maine. In today's show, I'm talking about clove, the spice. Before we get started, I want you to know that I'm not a doctor, nor do I diagnose or treat people. What I share is based on my own experience and what I've learned from my mentors. Ultimately, I want you to be empowered in seeking and achieving your own version of optimum health. I want you to be inspired to connect and relate to the common plants that grow all around you. Together, let's make home herbalism be as common in the everyday household as cooking a healthy meal. Now, without further ado, let's have some fun and dig in. Continuing our little mini podcast series on winter spices with clove. The family of clove is the Myrtaceae family, and the botanical name is Cisgium aromaticum. Not quite sure if I said that right, but it's S Y Z G I U M. We have already talked about cinnamon and ginger and cardamom. Once you add clove to these spices, you get both the base of the chai spice blends and also pumpkin spice blends. Chai blends can sometimes also have some star anise or fennel added to them for that little licorice flavor. And the pumpkin spice blends tend to add spices like allspice and nutmeg. Clove got its name from the Latin word clavus, which means nail-shaped, referring to the shape of the clove bud. This common spice is a dried flower bud from a tropical evergreen tree. The clove tree including the leaves and bark, is very aromatic. It's native to the Maluka Islands, also known as the Spice Islands, which is an archipelago in Indonesia. The tradition there is to plant a clove tree every time someone is born. This inevitably has led to an abundance of clove trees on these islands. Clove is one of the earliest spices that was traded out of its region. 
It has even been found stored in ceramic vessels in Syria dating back to 1721 BCE. Cloves have been used in Southeast Asia for thousands of years and regarded as a panacea for many ills. In China, in 226 BCE, during the Han Dynasty, it was written that in order for people to speak with the emperor, they must first chew on a clove to freshen their breath. Clove was highly valued as a medicinal remedy in India. It was, and still is, a popular spice added to food for flavor and to aid in digestion. It was also used in love potions. Today, cloves are known to be both digestive and aphrodisiac. Historically, the Roman and Greek folks used cloves for medicine as well as to spice and preserve food. Cloves were imported into Alexandria as early as AD 176. Cloves were introduced to Europe in the 4th century by Arabian spice traders via Alexandria. They were worth their weight in gold at this point due to the distance the cloves traveled, as well as their importance in food preservation and medicine. Spices like clove were so valuable and sought after, they were often used as currency in Europe. Through the centuries that cloves have been traded across the world, different countries claimed monopolies on them. The Portuguese took it over from the Arabians in the 15th century, and the Dutch took it over from the Portuguese in the 17th century. In the later half of the 18th century, the French smuggled cloves from the East Indies to Indian Ocean Islands and the quote-unquote New World, breaking the Dutch monopoly. Today, Tanzania is the largest exporter of cloves in the world, mostly grown on the island of Zanzibar. Indonesia is still the largest producer of cloves. The clove buds are harvested by hand twice per year. Different buds on the same tree will mature at different times. So they're harvested in small clumps of the flower buds, and which takes a delicate touch and a keen eye. Once the buds are harvested, they must be removed from their stems. This is also done by hand. They're then laid out on tarps and left to dry in the sun for several days. The cloves turn from greenish pink to reddish brown once they're dried. A very good quality clove, when picked with a fingernail, will release a small amount of oil. Cloves are 15% volatile oil by dry weight, and 70 to 90% of that volatile oil is a chemical called eugenol. It's fun to go on YouTube and search for clove harvest, where you can watch people actually harvesting cloves and um, stripping them from the stems and drying them. It's quite interesting, especially if you like to cook with cloves. It's nice to know where our spices come from. Some folklore around cloves. Um, clove is thought to be endowed with powers of protection, love, exorcism, and money. 
Some people burn clove as an incense to attract money, drive away hostility and negativity, produce spiritual vibrations, and to quote-unquote purify an area. It's said to be able to stop people from gossiping about you. And when carried on your body, it can attract romance and bring comfort to a bereaved heart. Cloves are thought to enhance psychic abilities as well, especially when they're burned. Energetics and taste of cloves. Cloves are both heating and drying. They're pungent, sweet, and highly aromatic. Uh, They're a warming spice that is uh, slightly peppery. So some aspects of our health that cloves can benefit. They benefit our oral health. Cloves can leave a lingering numbing sensation in the mouth, especially if you chew on a whole clove. This is a major clue to one of their most popular medicinal actions and uses, which uh, is to relieve toothaches. And this is because they have that numbing, pain-relieving property. They're also anti-inflammatory and antimicrobial. As a side benefit, cloves improve bad breath with their delightful aroma and their ability to kill unhealthy bacteria. The eugenol in cloves is known to be an analgesic, uh, which means it relieves pain both internally and externally. You hear a lot about, you know, if people have a abscessed tooth or an infection that's causing a lot of pain, um, it's a lot of people would suggest putting like a drop of clove essential oil on your gum. But I am not super fond of essential oil. I think that it could actually be pretty caustic to our gentle gum tissue. But if you were to just take a clove bud and, you know, kind of soften it in your mouth and chew it up and allow it to release all of that volatile oil that it's so dominant in anyway, um, and just kind of have that near your painful tooth and hold that clove in your mouth and just kind of work on it, um, then that could be an option. It's really quite effective. And you'll see toothpaste that has clove in it as well, or you could even, perhaps if you're into making your own toothpaste, Uh, powders as a detrifice instead of toothpaste, you could put some clove powder in in with your, maybe your yarrow powder for tooth brushing. Cloves, like all aromatic spices, improve many aspects of our digestion. It's warming and eases indigestion, gas, bloating, and cramping. In Chinese medicine, it's believed that cloves help qi to descend or the energy in the body to descend, which is helpful in relieving nausea and vomiting and excess burping and hiccoughs because, again, that's like energy that's moving upward. So if cloves helps the energy move downward, then it's thought that it could be helpful for this. This can be especially helpful for people who feel nauseous when they're nervous or anxious. It helps that nervous energy to descend down as well instead of feeling like it's moving up and about to bring with it the contents of your stomach. 
Clove helps the body use insulin more effectively as well. It's similar to cinnamon in its ability to stabilize blood sugar levels. Cloves, but you know, again, clove is like, I mean, cinnamon seems even like it would be really intense to take on a regular basis in therapeutic doses. And to me, clove seems like it would be even more intense, but perhaps, you know, use working with both of them, or maybe even just working with a chai spice tea blend that has a lot of clove and cinnamon in it to help to normalize blood sugar, you know, even after you eat a meal could be worth a try. Cloves for the respiratory system and the lungs and cloves are, cloves are antispasmodic. And this is due in part to the acetyl eugenol contained in its volatile oil. And this action not only relieves digestive upset and cramping like we just talked about, but it also relaxes coughing and muscle spasms in the lungs and in other parts of the body as well. Cloves are expectorant in action, meaning they help to thin and break up mucus so that the lungs don't have to work as hard to cough it up. It's antispasmodic in action, so that helps, again, with like mild asthma or the unproductive coughs. Cloves have a tradition of being smoked to help ease the cough and to break up congestion as well. Clove powder is now added to tobacco and smoked commonly in Indonesia. The clove cigarettes are called Kretex, and they were actually banned in the U.S. along with all other flavored tobacco except for menthol cigarettes, and that was in 2009. I remember uh, back in my college days in the late 90s, it was so cool for me, I thought it was cool anyway, um, to smoke the clove cigarettes and the, they would put, I think they like even put sugar around the filter. So you'd like smoke them and they'd like this clove powder in them would like crackle and, um, the sugar around the, you know, you'd like lick your lips and be like clove and sweet and Those were actually really enjoyable, but really intense. And I felt like they weren't necessarily great for the lungs, maybe because the clove really opened the lungs and allowed the tobacco to kind of like penetrate more deeply and intensely. But I guess in 2009, all flavored tobaccos were banned in the U.S., except for for whatever reason, menthol cigarettes weren't, which have peppermint essential oil in them. So although now we have all these like flavored, well, anyway, I digress, but all these flavored vape things that are just like, oh, that's got to be worse than flavored tobacco. I don't know. Moving on, just a little trip down memory lane there. Um, Antimicrobial and more cloves. So again, it's linked to the volatile oil that the clove is strongly antiseptic and antimicrobial. And this means it fights bacteria, fungi, and viruses. It can be used to fight colds and flus, especially ones that affect the lungs, as we talked about, and also the intestines, which we also talked about. 
It also can be an effective remedy for laryngitis and pharyngitis, which is like the inflammation of the larynx and the pharynx due to its additional numbing and anti-inflammatory properties. Clove's main ingredient in the historical is the main ingredient in the historical thieves vinegar blend. So the story goes that this vinegar was used by grave robbers during the plague, and it protected them from getting sick and meeting the same doom as those they robbed. And now you'll see a lot of thieves, um, that formula, which I think is, I don't even know what else is in it, but it is often used in with essential oils being blended and called the thieves blend and is used as cleaning products again and antiseptics like around the house for for cleaning and disinfecting but originally it was basically herbs infused or spices infused into vinegar in Tropical Asia, clove is used to treat malaria, cholera, tuberculosis, and parasites, including scabies and intestinal worms. Clove also has a reputation as an insect and moth repellent, and traditionally in the Molucca Islands, where the cloves originated, oranges were studded with cloves and hung around as an insect repellent. Interestingly enough, this has been inherited and turned into holiday pomanders to help spice up Christmas decorating in the United States. And that's something that I always love to do in the holiday season is to make pomanders. And at the end of this podcast, I'll um, just go over how to make those if you if you haven't already made them before. And it's not too late, even though Christmas has come and gone. Uh, Winter pomanders can still scent your house throughout the winter with no problem. Cloves also really benefit the circulation of blood in the body. So it's a, considered to be a circulatory stimulant. It increases circulation and also helps to lower blood pressure. It can be added to herbal formulations to help carry the other herbs through the body more efficiently. The eugenol eugenol that is found in clove volatile oil is a strong blood thinner, which can be helpful against altitude sickness. Clove has long been considered an aphrodisiac, No wonder it was used in love potions and as a charm to attract romance and used in perfumery. Not only does it improve the blood flow to the sex organs uh, because it's a circulatory stimulant, but it may also be effective against impotence. The smell is considered euphoric by many and can help get you in the mood. Clothes are also known to be beneficial for our mental health and effects on the mind. It helps both blood and oxygen circulate to the brain, which can help to be enlivening to the brain and strengthen memory. 
Clove can also be uplifting to those who are feeling weak or depressed. The scent of cloves alone may be able to have this effect, so you don't even have to ingest them. Just through smelling the cloves themselves, you could even, um, if you have a mortar and pestle, you can have your cloves and just kind of break them up in the mortar and pestle and smell them. Or perhaps you could make an infused oil with the cloves and use that as a body oil or just a little oil that you could dab under your nose um, as you go through your day as just a little brain awakener, natural scent therapy. Cloves are also known to be uh, highly antioxidant and anti-mutagenic, which means they can protect against cellular mutation and various cancers. Clove's antioxidant action uh, has the ability to preserve vision into old age. A little bit of clove in tea or chai could be helpful just for helping to maintain uh, good quality vision. So as you can see, clove is a valuable health remedy to have on hand for many reasons. There are a lot of different ways that you can work with clove. You can chew the cloves whole. You can add them to food. You can drink them in tea or tea blends like chai or apply them topically in an infused massage oil or even just smell them. You could even... Uh, make a steam uh, with them kind of simmering on a low heat on your stove and water just to kind of fill your air if you're looking for a nice uplifting scent to surround yourself with. Some contraindications of clove. Clove in normal food or therapeutic amounts has no known contraindications though it's good to know that it has a potential to thin the blood and lower blood sugar, so it could potentially increase the effect of drugs that do the same thing. Clove essential oil is another story, however. It's extremely caustic and poisonous, and I really don't suggest that people ever use it or even have it in your house, especially if you have children. Clove also uh, could be contraindicated energetically if someone's already very overheated or has a very dry energetic condition or very inflamed then clove could exacerbate that energetic state clove is also a strong stimulant so if it's overused in the long term it can weaken our energy levels over time So this could happen from drinking a lot of chai tea daily, uh, especially since a lot of chai recipes also include black pepper, which is another very strong stimulant and could be pro-inflammatory unto itself. Clove is a spice that's been loved and cherished through history And it's found its way into most kitchens in the United States and probably around the world and is appreciated by chefs, home cooks, bakers, chai drinkers, and herbalists around the world. 
Every holiday season, like I said, I like to make an orange clove pomander or multiple pomanders to put around the house. Uh, once they're dried and the new year has begun, they can be used instead of mothballs in your linen closet or in closed drawers. And I have uh, pomanders that I've made that I made last year that are so dried out and they've shrunk so much that they make a nice holiday tree decoration and they still have a nice scent to them or just even put in drawers or chests. They really do, you know, emit a nice orangey clove scent for a long time. So they're really easy to make. You just buy, you know, like a bulk amount of clove spices if you can try to get them at a good rate, good price point, then that's helpful. And some small oranges are helpful, but not as small as like mandarins or tangerines. I haven't really had luck with those. And then if you have some pretty ribbon, and then you simply just, uh, you can puncture the holes in the skin of the orange with the pointed end of the clove and just leave the clove in the orange when you do that. And it will help, it will like the orange juice and citrus volatile oils will kind of like spring out of the orange and also soak the clove it's almost like a little incense stick you know that like absorbs the orange juice the clove absorbs the orange juice and then it volatilizes through the clove um, if pressing the cloves continuously into the orange starts to hurt your thumb you could always like pre-puncture holes with um, like a wooden skewer would be would be nice you could just kind of puncture a design with the wooden skewer and then put the cloves in those punctures but I find it's just easy enough and fun just to use the cloves themselves so you want to press the clove with the 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 you know if the clove looks like a nail so you want just like the the nail head part sticking out and the shaft all the way in to the orange and you can um, put them in in designs or you can just cover the whole clove the whole orange with cloves uh, or you know before you start putting cloves into your orange you can tie the orange with some pretty ribbon and then you know maybe quarter it with ribbon um, the way you tie it and put a bow on it and then you can so you could hang the clove the orange once it's dried from that ribbon I like to um you know like put them on the mantle above the wood stove or where there's going to be a lot of heat source so that they dry relatively quickly um, you can also just kind of leave them in a bowl on your kitchen table and they, they emit like a really nice scent for a long time. So I hope you have fun uh, thinking about cloves and their history and how they've spread themselves and how humans have spread them around the world and throughout uh, world populations and cultures of humans since ancient times. And that you 
you know, maybe have fun making a pomander or two if you haven't already. And I, I do like the idea of even in the summer, like making some pomanders and hanging them around a patio and maybe trying to keep some insects away. That could be a fun project as well. So thanks so much for listening. I want to wish you all a happy new year. Welcome in 2022. I really appreciate you. I'm almost to a whole year of recording these podcasts weekly. I've missed, I think, one week right around Thanksgiving. But but other than that, I've put a solid effort into uh, producing a podcast once a week. And it's been really fun. It's been challenging at times. It's It's uh, been some late nights for sure. But... Um, I really enjoy connecting with you out there, the listeners. And if you want to connect with me, I'd love for you to find me on Instagram or Facebook or shoot me an email or check out my website. Let me know what you think. Let me know you want what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about. And I'd be happy to try to work out a podcast around that theme. So I really want to thank you so much for listening. If you could leave me a five-star rating or a short review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast, if it's an option, I'd greatly appreciate it. It helps more people find this good, I think it's good information for the home herbalist so that we can return herbal medicine back to the homes of people around the country and around the world. I mean, I think it is already in a lot of places around the world, but Americans, we're, we're, we're coming back to it. Here we go. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Bridget Doherty. Until next week, be well, let intuition guide you, and have fun with herbs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.